Funny thing, when you peel back all the layers, we're pretty much left with two primary emotions. That's right. It's kind of surprising a little bit, but those emotions are love and fear. Most all the other emotions in the full gamut of emotions that are out there, they pretty well come from these two emotions. So emotions such as joy and happiness, acceptance, compassion, etc. These are all derived from love. Yet the emotions of jealousy, guilt, shame, anxiety, anger, depression, those are based in fear. Remember that emotion is really energy in motion. And also remember that our body keeps the score of our emotions. Well, those love-based emotions help us during seasons of growth. However, the fear-based emotions, they pretty much help us during seasons of survival. So if you're a person who has been in or is currently in survival mode, it kind of starts to make sense that maybe some of your choices and some of the thoughts that you continue to ramble around with are based in fear. But yet, whenever you come out of that and you start to have the healing that you need, you're going to find yourself making more choices that are based in love. So emotions, remember, are there to provide us messages and signals. Nonetheless, when we shift from one emotion to another, it is actually possible to do this. Because when you make a decision out of love, it's going to be based on those things such as acceptance, abundance, kindness. But on the other hand, decisions that are made out of fear are mostly based on scarcity and ego and insecurity. Because remember, fear is a protective emotion. It's designed to help during a survival. It has helped the humans over the course of time living through much tougher and violent times. So when we are looking at ourselves and we want to consider where are we in between these two emotions, where are we operating the most, you would have to say the true self is really your true identity. Okay, It's the new man. It's whenever you're more vulnerable, whenever you're strong and resilient, when you have awareness you're coming from a place of abundance and generosity. You're using forgiveness. You're willing to love unconditionally. You have compassion for yourself and others. You also are in a protective mode, helping others, not just yourself. You also are in a place of being able to serve others. You come across as strong and joyful. But however, whenever we operate from that false self, which is like the old man, if you compare it to scripture, it's also based on the ego. That's like the natural man. And we become more protective. It's artificial, defensive. 
We tend to hide securities. It's weak and self-conscious. Lacking awareness, lacking judgment, more full of envy, resentful maybe, and even bitter. Instead of loving, it's more towards hating or disliking. It's also just being indifferent at times and feeling that need constantly to protect self, serve self. It's misery and it lends itself towards depression and weakness. So clearly when we just look at these two completely different emotions, we know where we want to spend the most of our time and how we want to operate and how we want to show up in our life. Because when we are free from fear, our actual presence liberates others and it is a demonstration of God's unconditional love. We want to be all he created us to be and never hide the gifts he gives us, including our love. When we're free from fear, we are able to live loved and we're also better able to love others. This allows us to follow through on loving God and loving others. It also helps us to wake up to our great, big, beautiful, amazing life. Remember, God is love. Fear is not from God. The more we operate in fear, the more we actually may create those things we actually fear. I was recently coaching someone And as I heard her talk through the things, this intricate plan she had developed to avoid something that she feared. And as she shared the details, I realized that the plan she had was actually going to create the very thing that she feared. And she was going to be isolated and rejected. We talked through it. And we're able to come up with a better plan, operating more in her true self, her true identity, based in love. The same story that we've heard before of the two wolves is true here. Because remember, the wolf that we feed is going to be the wolf that grows. So we want to feed the love. We want to think on it, cultivate it. Look for all the love we can find. And quite the opposite, we want to starve the fear wolf. Okay. We first of all want to recognize it and just take those fearful thoughts captive. Those are the ones to take captive. Anything based in fear is not something we want to allow to stick around. Do our thoughts line up with scripture, with reality? with truth fear can actually be paralyzing and if you've ever experienced that it is very difficult to come out of that without having someone guide you through that lots of prayer lots of asking yourself tough questions for example What is your fear stopping you from? What would you be without that fear? You can flip the table 
and you can choose to move forward in love one little step at a time. Because remember, perfect love drives out fear. When we saturate our lives with love and we walk in love, it actually causes fear to leave. And that's a beautiful thought, isn't it? So when we evaluate our own motives and ask ourselves what is behind our action or our decision, is it love or is it fear? How are we going to walk this out? If we have a decision to make, for example, what I do is I ask myself, which choice is motivated by love? But which choice is motivated by fear? Which answer, which choice will bring the most love and peace to my life or to the lives of those around me? You can start making a list. These are some great things to journal and to really evaluate and spend some time just reflecting on, considering where do they fall? Are they true self, false self? I love helping clients live as their true authentic self and learning the tools that will help them when their thoughts are keeping them from doing so. Think of where you spend the most time. Is it in your true self? Is it whenever you're strong and resilient, aware, coming from that place of unconditional love? Or are you spending more time in your false self, which is the ego and the natural man, when you feel defensive and weak, lacking awareness and judgment? It's really miserable. And it's definitely from a place of weakness. So which of these false self-traits do you exhibit? And again, on the other side, which true self-traits do you walk well in? It would be a great exercise to spend time writing down your false self and true self traits and just evaluate it. Just look over it. And as you ponder this, I'm going to leave you with a line from a song. Your fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in God's love. So just think on that. Fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in God's love. Until next time, this is my hope for you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and share this podcast. You can find me at stephaniejohns.com or on the gram at the Hope Coach. You can use the links in the show notes below to apply for one-on-one coaching group coaching, and to join my email list.